My name is Christina, and thank you for checking into the Home Before You Widow Sees. This is a podcast where I guess I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today, our guest is Graham. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I I, I definitely have um, at least two mosquito bites that I got from having dinner outside tonight, so I'm mm. not going to itch them while we record. <laughs> That is going to drive you absolutely just wild, I am sure. I I see the thing is like I'm generally pretty okay with mosquito bites unless I am itching them because then it's just downhill from there. But if I if I don't deliberately touch them, I'm fine. <laughs> just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really, it's my fault for not uh for not lighting the citronella candle that we keep outside Ooh. anyway. But. It's okay. It's it's only two mosquito bites. I'll be fine. <laughs> but we're not here today to talk about mosquito bites. <laughs> <laughs> or are we? I I mean, I don't know. Are we here to talk about mosquito bites, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not. Okay, cool. So who are we here to talk about today? Uh, we are here to talk about Tuesday Morell. Nice. Uh- he was a character that I played in a one-shot that I recorded for another podcast, not one that I'm on. <laughs> okay. So uh, in the sense of like it was a guest spot, you are not like a like a regular rotating co-host sort of a thing. Yes, exactly that. Gotcha. That uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So where would you like to start with Tuesday? Would you rather uh, start talking about Tuesday in the sense of like how he began as a character that you were going to play or tuesday's biography as a character like his life that's a good question i was initially thinking about just launching into his biography but that's mostly because it's right in front of my face on the screen <laughs> um let's talk a little bit about his biography why not because it yeah, was kind sure, of fun go for it um so tuesday the game was Monster Hearts, which, uh, if folks haven't played, is um, powered by the apocalypse. It is a game about monsters who go to high school. It is just like the messy lives of teenagers who also happen to be monsters. And I actually have never played Monster Hearts, so that is good to know. Thank you for the background information. <laughs> yeah. It is it is a really fun game, and it is uh, it's by Avery Elder, who's uh, published under Barity Without Ceremony. Okay. Um, and I found that her games have got this really lovely, like, sense of, like, individuality and, like, uh, personal uh, hmm. self-awareness, I think is probably the word I'm looking for. But- That's very good to hear, especially <laughs> especially in an age of the age we live in, where so many uh, tabletop game systems are sometimes um, a little bit too full of themselves, you could say. <laughs> yeah. I am not mentioning any names. <laughs> Nope. No names have been mentioned. Um, So Tuesday is uh, what is called the hollow. He is a uh, like a doll or a marionette that was brought to life. And the fiction that I wrote for him is that he was brought into existence by a dark wizard who was basically trying to build an army to defend her secret lair. And when she got defeated, uh, he was released from the spell, but just kind of left with sentience and kind of like woke up, came to himself in this world where like he doesn't know really anything. He kind of like rebuilt a couple of his limbs from fallen comrades and then kind of like had to figure out what to do with like now being an 
a living entity. Okay, uh, okay. So he, during the course of the episode, we determined that the source, the wizard was also a big fan of like Degrassi and Gilmore Girls <laughs> and stuff like that. So we basically watched a whole bunch of DVDs and decided I need to go to high school. So we just started attending uh, high school despite not actually being enrolled. Okay. <laughs> um, this might be a very simple question, Graham, but mm-hmm. is what what kind of a scale is tuesday operating on is he kind of more is he is he conventional human size is he are we talking kind of like a homunculus small doll kind of a scale here you know that never came up but i i think we all kind of assumed he was sort of average human sized okay okay um like he doesn't stick out except for the fact that nobody had ever seen him before when he appeared in uh in a classroom one day Okay, okay. Um, and the way we kind of described it is, in my mind, you know, those those scenes in movies where, like, a bus goes in front and then the person is standing there. It was that yeah. kind of appearance, like, somebody walks in front of the camera and then there's Tuesday sitting at a desk in school, having no real, <laughs> no actual real reason to be there. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah. Did, did Tuesday go to school having any kind of base academic knowledge did he did he know how to read and write did he know how to do basic arithmetic um i determined or did he just kind of like absorb like the works of degrassi and just be like yes (laughs) i will be i will be the high school now (laughs) i think he he figured out uh like he taught himself how to read and write like just kind of by looking at the books that were in the house and stuff like that but like I think he, he sort of like realized that he'd reached a ceiling of his uh, ability to learn from this, you know, the stuff that the wizard had left behind. Gotcha. And okay. uh, then like, I need a further education if I'm going to go anywhere in the world. And so mm-hmm. he just started appearing at high school. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm assuming that since this is, since he's from a Monster Hearts game, that it just, everyone just kind of rolled with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the, the other players were, we had, um, one guy who had, I think, sold his soul to a dark power. Uh, (laughs) one was, uh, one of them was a Selkie, which is sort of a, a, an aquatic fae creature. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, the third player was a siren who had a click of like, just people that she was kind of mind controlling. Interesting. <laughs> and this kind of stuff was all normal. I think um, during the course of the two episodes, uh, I wound up going on a date with a boy who was a werewolf. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, and that's kind of the, the, the world in which it takes place is uh, the podcast is called shadows of St. Fleur, which is an urban shadows podcast usually, but um, we decided to do something a little bit fun. So, mm-hmm. They're, you know, werewolves and, and vampires are just kind of like, you know, they're just there. They just kind of live there. Oh, yeah. I I believe me. I am always in favor of having like, hey, normally this is pretty serious. Let's go have a beach episode. Yeah, exactly. It was and it was a beach party. <laughs> oh, dip. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was um, not on purpose. I promise. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So we went to uh, I went to a beach party. I sort of it was you know thrown by the popular character uh a popular npc and i just kind of showed up (laughs) with my uh my werewolf boy date (laughs) nice nice and uh i'm 
I'm assuming that this is kind of, it was one of those things where it's just like, by the point in time at which Tuesday showed up, everyone was just kind of just like, oh, hey, new kid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He we don't actually up. remember if we invited you, but you're welcome anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was, uh. Um, one of the mechanics in Monster Hearts is you can look and in, gaze into the abyss, which is if any, if you've played uh, Apocalypse World, it's kind of the equivalent of the psychic maelstrom. Okay. If you if you haven't, then that'll probably sound like gibberish. But uh, <laughs> basically, I, just like I think I can understand the principle just based on the, the stare names. into the abyss name alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think so. Tuesday used that a lot to basically try and figure out what should happen at parties. Okay. Okay. Um, which is probably not exactly what one would expect the abyss to give you information on, but um, and because he rolled like both of the roles that i did to try and get that were sort of mixed successes Mm -hmm. i got like a sense of what a party should be but also just like deep foreboding visions of the future yeah so you know tuesday just had a really weird expectation for what parties should be (laughs) yeah i mean how that applies to i think probably a lot of high schoolers who are approaching their first party Exactly. I say like I say like I ever went to a party in high school. I honestly did not either. <laughs> do do theater cast parties count? Uh, I don't know because I never went to those either. <laughs> I mean, our theater cast parties were pretty much just strike parties that we held at the school. So fair enough. <laughs> which was which was a thing all in itself but that's but that's neither here nor there we're not talking about my high school experience we're talking about tuesdays <laughs> yeah so i don't know that's uh in a nutshell that's kind of the stuff it was it was a drinking party so he did get uh he did get pretty pretty wasted um and at one point remarked that alcohol tastes terrible and then demanded another <laughs> yeah i mean uh given given the fact that it's a high school party the uh, from from my understanding, the things that you can drink at a high school party are generally, you know, like the extremely low ABV light beers, like PBR mm-hmm. and like Bud Light Lime and ugh, just all the worst ones. <laughs> I think it was um, already like a punch that had already been spiked that somebody else came along and spiked like more. Ooh. <laughs> yikes yeah so people were just feeding tuesday drinks and he was getting a little more more and more sloppy and then wandered off to make out with uh with his werewolf boy and uh yeah then uh everybody else made terrible decisions and tuesday just had a lovely time you know eating twinkies I mean, the Twinkies part sounds good. It was great. <laughs> especially, especially when you're a high schooler, regardless of what your monster form may be. <laughs> high, high schoolers can just eat so many Twinkies. <laughs> it was a little bit of a running joke, too, because when I introduced Tuesday, like the first thing he said to anybody was I think he picked up an apple and asked, asked if it needed to be peeled before it needed before you could eat it. Because... Aww he didn't know how to eat an apple. And so like every now and again, he was asking people if he needed to peel. And I think at the end he tried to peel the Twinkie and it didn't go very well. Oh no. Did, <laughs> did he, did he try it? Did he try it to peel a beer or a drink or whatever? Something that comes in a can. <laughs> no, he did. He didn't know how to drink, drink, how to drink drinks. Okay, um, good. 
uh yeah <laughs> there was sort of an an a prior experience i decided where he tried to eat an orange but didn't know that he needed to peel it and was just Ooh. a little wary ever since then <laughs> that that's a good that's a good crunch right there yeah exactly <laughs> you eat an orange once wrong and yeah you never forget <laughs> never forget never forget the crunch exactly um so yeah i think that's that's sort of tuesday's tuesday's whole arc uh right there because it was just two episodes mm-hmm. so i i feel like we should maybe address some basic high school tropes um mm. what did did tuesday have a favorite class uh ooh. we never we didn't actually stick around in school long enough to have classes but i think what would be his favorite what would be his favorite? That's a very good question. I think, I think he's kind of a poet, or so I think probably a, a literature class, or maybe creative writing. Okay, okay. Because he's sort of been creating himself from scratch, so it's sort of a, a more familiar thing than like math, where you have kind of have to build logically from, you know, one plus one equals three, two. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't math listeners. <laughs> That was me trying not to screw it up and then screwing it up anyway. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I I was an English major in college. Um, I was an art major, <laughs> so a similar hat. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I think I think literature was his thing. Okay, I definitely I I feel like that's a good fit, especially given that you know tuesday is a tuesday is a character who formed himself based on uh create the creative works such as they are of <laughs> of like degrassi and high school television yep does he know does he know that they're fake uh that's a really good question is he referring to them as like the documentaries about <laughs> the about the students of degrassi uh I think I think it's something that like somebody did set him right about. Okay. Sometime before the events of the the episodes. Okay, good. Where I think he he assumed that they were like historical documentaries and then somebody was like no no those are those are actors those people are pretending and he was like oh like I am. Sometimes. Pretending? <laughs> pretending to be just a normal person. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um so when you create the character in Monster Hearts, one of the things you do is set up your backstory and connection to other characters. And okay, so okay. W- only one of the character had sort of seen through Tuesday's past. This was uh, the Siren uh, mm-hmm. character had seen through his past and realized that it's just all like a lie, a very clever lie. Okay. Um. So they got like they had influence on him in the game. Okay. Because of it. Does that mean then that Tuesday like looks like a regular human? Yeah. Or does I since you mentioned that Tuesday's from a Monster Hearts game and setup, I I don't think I've ever seen a heavy air quotes here conventional person come out of a Monster Hearts game. <laughs> That's fair. Um, it's it's always you know like hey this like like you said this character is a werewolf and <laughs> you know they, they they might look mostly human but you know they got the they got them fangies they got like little wolf ears when they're when they're not full wolf or whatever so that's very interesting yeah, yeah. i think um 
basically all of the characters kind of had like a, a human form for when they're you know going around town and then like a monstery form okay, and the, okay. the fiction that we kind of established is like when when he was gazing into the abyss there were sort of flashes across his face where you could see like it is not a human face it was like a like a porcelain mask okay okay and then like once he stopped kind of doing weird you know ghosty stuff he he kind of returned to looking like a normal human okay interesting so he passed for a human was kind of the the convention okay i thank you for clarifying that because i i kept thinking of that one that one animated movie that came out a while ago where it was like all these little like burlap homunculi who were numbered it was like one through nine or something oh was it just nine the title it might just be called nine yeah i that, never saw that the was, film that was kind of what like film. my mental perception was <laughs> oh yeah yeah nope he was passing as a human <laughs> nice i hope it worked out for him did it, it for the most part yeah Okay. He, he wound up going on a date and, you know, having a really good time. Good. I'm, <laughs> I am very glad the Tuesday had a good time. <laughs> um, without too many people finding out about it. Yeah. The, um, the, the siren character whose name was uh, Talia, she was supposed to be kind of like a mean girl kind of figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she kind of had this, this heart of gold and like kind of helped uh, Tuesday and Nicholas, the werewolf boy, kind of figure out the like misunderstandings that they were having by basically Aww. explaining that he's you know not a normal person he's he's a little bit weird Aww. <laughs> it was really sweet it was <laughs> helping the two idiots get together yeah exactly <laughs> is tuesday an idiot I, I don't want to call him an idiot unless that's something that you are comfortable with <laughs> no he's he's a little bit he's very naive i would say naive is probably a better word okay um and there was naive seems pretty accurate i would say yeah i think i i i pitched him as sort of a a horny version of data where he's got like the teenage emotions okay or teenage hormones but doesn't really know how to control them but also doesn't know a whole lot of stuff about how humans interact gotcha so does that 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 that's fine It's okay. Um, does that mean then that when Tuesday went to school for the first time, he did the how do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, probably. Or something very similar. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I've got it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was a weird and fun character to play. So what did what did he like what what did his I guess you could call it like the like the conventional disguise look like did he well what what did he look like was he like (laughs) was was he a jock was he a nerd was he just one of the kids that kind of exists in high school until they can graduate and real life starts (laughs) i would say probably more that latter one i have written down as his like the uh adjectives for his description for his look were that he's disheveled earnest and wide-eyed so Aww. he's he's got like this very sweet like you know everything is new and interesting kind of disposition but his clothes are just like he understands how clothes operate but does not understand how to make them like look good so you uh, know so sock. he's just like <laughs> he's just like the majority of teens then he very much like me when i was a teen <laughs> it was like i'm aware of these clothes and how they function 
And that is about the extent of it. <laughs> I retract my statement because teens nowadays are generally, they generally know how to appear put together more so than at least I did when I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's a low bar for me, but they're definitely, they're definitely far more fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Time man. just keeps moving on. We have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I at least have a, a vague fashion sense now, and it's only taken me, I don't know, 30 years to figure that out, so. <laughs> it's something that we all have to learn at some point. Or right. we or we hire Stitch Fix, hashtag non-spawn, to do it for <laughs> us. <laughs> but if they'd like to get at us. You'll hear where to find us at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, here's something that I don't think that we've addressed. Um, mm. you mentioned that, um, that Tuesday was kind of inspired by the, by the hollow archetype yeah. of, um, of monster hearts. So was, was there any kind of like outside inspiration that you were drawing from that inspired you to come up with this concept for Tuesday? Or was it kind of like a point A, point B kind of a thing when you saw the character the character class or style or whatever the monster hearts term is for it of the hollow um the word the, the book uses is skin which okay, I thought was skin. interesting Got um it. but yeah i think um it was more i think the more of the latter of the two where i just kind of i was flipping through and there was a character i'd created for um a game that we were playing off mic with some friends that never really got like Never really went anywhere. Uh, my friend yeah. who was going to run the game had to like deal with a, a cat related like clothing emergency. Huh. <laughs> um, so that character never went off the ground. He was going to be like a werewolf who was um, like a child actor pretending to be a werewolf for not Monster Hearts for like completely different system. Yeah. Um, so I was like, maybe I could bring him over. And I kept looking at the werewolf playbook and it didn't really feel right. Um, and then I just kind of flipped through and looked at uh, Tuesday, or sorry, looked at the Hollow, looked at the moves that were available for the Hollow, and started getting like some really interesting like ideas from that. And then looking at kind of the way it's described, and I think I did feel a little affinity for it because um, there's a little description that kind of talks about like what the the goal or the uh, the theme of the the character is when you're creating a character. So for the hollow it is a sense of identity okay okay um which is a little bit like something i like in high school i don't really feel like i had a very strong sense of identity so it was kind of like you know exploring that a little bit mm -hmm. i mean wh whomst among us knows perfectly who they are in high school <laughs> uh yeah that's true <laughs> if, um, lis I listeners if any of you did know perfectly who you were in high school let me know because I am very genuinely curious <laughs> to hear about like like how that worked out for you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it worked out for you, by the way. I hope so too. Um I do not I do envy people who knew who they were in high school. I was not one of those people. No, me either. <laughs> <laughs> um I have always a little bit envied the people who like know what they want to do when they grow up. Because like yeah. I still don't know what I want to do if I grow up and I'm allegedly grown up so yeah it 
if, if if we if we go down this road, we are going to get very existential. So uh, I'm I'm all I have to say on this matter is like the the important thing is that you are able to find something that you enjoy doing enough that you don't mind going to work for it, mm. but also not something that you love so much that you are intrinsically tying your self-worth to your job performance. Yes. You've you've got to love it enough to like it, but you don't have to like it enough to love it. I like that. If that made sense. Yeah. My syntax is a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I like that a lot. That's a, that's a really good way to put it. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of how I how I created Tuesday. I was just kind of looking through the playbook and um like kind of it kind of felt a little bit like the more I looked at it the more it kind of came off the page. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I like it when that happens. It doesn't always happen though. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, b- believe me, I definitely understand that. There've been many rpg characters that i have made in my life that you know like i made this character for one session and i am i have absolutely no interest in developing them beyond that one session yeah i i feel like i've definitely had characters like that and then tuesday is one of those characters part of the reason i i kind of you know suggested uh coming on and talking about tuesday was that he's one of those characters that has stuck with me i think we recorded like six or eight months ago I think six yeah. months ago and i still sometimes think about how much fun it was to play tuesday and that's i don't know that's unusual yeah <laughs> so um so since then have you have you kind of done any more thinking about him like what what tuesday's life is like have you kind of have you given any thoughts like hey how's how's he doing in the school year is he still together with the uh with the werewolf with the werewolf boy whose name i don't think i caught uh nicholas nicholas okay like is he still together with nicholas is how is he doing in his finals these are good questions um one of the things that i thought about is um because he wasn't actually enrolled in uh in any classes and therefore would not actually like have any grades (laughs) any legal standing um if uh if he had the opportunity he would be more than happy to make a deal with one of the characters from the main show who is a fae to basically get himself enrolled in high school like officially which of course would be a terrible idea because that's how the fae operate but he would absolutely have done that yeah um and i did think a lot about uh nicholas and tuesday and i think unfortunately you know as with many high school relationships i think it would not ultimately have worked out because yeah because high school because high school because um what tuesday needs um tuesday needs a lot that nicholas could provide but nicholas would also need things that tuesday could not provide and ultimately the relationship would kind of fall apart because of that yeah um i'm sorry to hear that (laughs) i am too because like they were they were very cute but i feel like it would be eventually like tuesday in my mind tuesday had that revelation of like i am being unfair to this person that i care very deeply about which which is a very like 
not to get too, you know, like, cliche, but that's a very human thing for him to realize. Yeah. And I, I hope he knows that, like, that is, I hope he realizes that, hey, that's something that a person would do. <laughs> I'm a real boy. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he eventually would. And I think he, he would realize that he was sort of doing something very human. And I think that's kind of his, I don't think it's like his stated goal, but it is kind of the goal that he's falling in, like would fall into. Yeah. Of, that um, at some yeah. point he might want to be a real person. Yeah, exactly. He's emulating Which, a real person. He might as well kind of go all the way. <laughs> yeah. To to which I would say, you know, like, hey, like if if especially in a game like Monster Hearts, if you want if you want to be a real person, then you are a real person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh it is very much a game like that. It is uh very much looks at identity and kind of how you how you think of yourself um one of the mechanics is that you can uh get conditions so during um during the game i've still got my notes uh tuesday received the condition of being a tease these are basically like labels that you can apply to how other characters see you and this is because at one point he and nicholas were making out and then uh, he said something kind of weird about how like this was going to be a, a good experience for him, and that's not exactly the most like romantic of statements to make when you're no. on a date with someone. <laughs> no. Um, free dating advice: don't treat a date like a science experiment. <laughs> um, unless you and the person that you're dating are okay with that. <laughs> that's true. If that is your jam, then go for it. But if, <laughs> yeah. if that has not been previously established, it could be a little off-putting. Um, so yeah, that's the the kind of stuff that happens too in Monster Hearts is you get kind of like these conditions and, uh, other characters kind of treat you the way that you have been labeled. Okay. Did, did Tuesday start off with any labels in particular or did he just kind of pick them up along the way? I don't think you actually, I don't think players or characters start off with conditions. I think you kind of develop them along the way unless there's like a, like part of the character creation includes it. Okay, okay. Yeah, this gotcha. is one of those <laughs> sometimes character <laughs> mechanics and character development kind of don't mm-hmm. play nicely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Think, and also things that don't necessarily come up when you're playing in, you know, like a one-shot or a two-shot game. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, this is a little bit of a throwaway gag and kind of a deep cut, but I've also, um, speaking of things that Tuesday has probably done, he's probably read a book called The Man Who Was Thursday, which is actually about anarchists and was very confused. Huh. <laughs> um, I've read okay. about half of it, and it's like each, uh, there's like a secret society of anarchists who've all, who are all named after days of the week. Interesting. <laughs> so he read it and got very confused. Um <laughs> And somebody probably had to set him right about it. Yeah, like you should probably not try and blow things up. That's that's not generally accepted behavior. (laughs) No, unless they're fireworks or exactly. (laughs) I imagine like he and Nicholas were still friends, so it might have been Nicholas, who is also in the world. His uh, aunt, I think, is the chief of police for the for the city. Interesting. Okay. 
so we had all these characters who were kind of like we ran into npcs who were related to characters in the main show which was kind of fun okay okay i really like that i really like the the kind of a side game that y'all had going on yeah it was a lot of fun it was um we kind of joked that it was uh shadows of saint fleur the next generation (laughs) yeah oh that reminds me um what was like did you um did you come up with or decide what tuesday's favorite episode of you know either degrassi or the gilmore girls right yeah yeah what was his favorite episode out of either degrassi or gilmore girls if you if you'd put any thought into that um i honestly have not watched any degrassi so i can't it's okay me <laughs> can't either. Speak to that i'm trying to think of i have either don't episode. tell my co-host <laughs> uh oh man i'm trying to think of any specific episodes in gilmore girls that leap out i don't know if he necessarily had a favorite we did also establish as he was kind of giving nicholas his backstory he also gave a backstory that was basically veronica mars's backstory huh okay Uh, okay (laughs) apparently the wizard who i never actually named but she was really into like teen dramas (laughs) yeah i mean Especially when it's, you know, like Kristen Stewart. Or not Kristen Stewart. Nope, wrong one. Wrong teen drama. Especially when it's Kristen Bell. Like, I yep. definitely could get behind that. I think he liked I think he liked Veronica Mars the most out of the three. Okay. Um, and a little bit expected that high school would have a lot more mysteries for him to solve. Ah. Uh, and was only did, slightly disappointed. <laughs> did the high school have any mysteries? I'm assuming probably so. Probably had some, but I don't know if he necessarily got around, like, I think not within the two episodes did he solve any mysteries, but I imagine he probably threw himself right into them as soon as he could. Gotcha. As that sort of, like, outsider detective probably put on, like, a, like a, like a dirty trench coat and started trying to, like, you know, talk like he's a noir detective. Yeah. Well, uh, you see, uh, the crime was the crime was enacted in this part of the vicinity. <laughs> That's a little bit Bugs Bunny. I need, <laughs> I I'm, I don't have a very good noir voice on tap. It's you gotta you gotta throw in the slang. It's the like ah, spent two years down in the Who's Gal. Scram! It's the buttons. I don't know. I'm out of <laughs> the buttons. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> Apparently, that was a term for cops. Huh. That's uh maybe not my that's not my favorite term for cops, but that's definitely up there. <laughs> it's almost endearing, which I don't know, I have mixed feelings about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's valid. Um anyway. So yeah, I think that's I think that's kinda the the scoop. I don't know. Yeah. Um here's a here's a fun question. Mm. Um has Tuesday made it into anything else that you've done? Or are you are are there any uh, places in creative works that you do where you might like sneak Tuesday in like background character kind of a thing? He hasn't appeared in anything else, and I'm trying to imagine. I can't. I haven't yet found a home for him beyond those two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we've um we have said maybe we'll revisit the 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 one shot do another one shot with the same characters or mm-hmm. at least with a couple of the characters returning but we haven't gotten any further than that yeah 
as far as planning is concerned and as least as far as my own stuff uh mm-hmm. i haven't really had an, uh, an opportunity in the podcast that i do we haven't really been in a, a monster hearts kind of world a monster hearts gotcha. compatible world gotcha. and yeah so no uh he has not yet appeared anywhere else that's okay <laughs> I, uh, I always like to ask that because like some, you know, you never know, especially if like the, the person who's creating an OC is also like a game runner. You never know where they'll slip someone in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had another character, one of the other characters that was for an off mic game, but I created a a character for a D&D campaign that mm-hmm. I wasn't even in, but I just like he kind of leapt off the, p- the page in the same way. Yeah. And because I didn't have a campaign when I ran one. Uh, he became an NPC who like helped the characters oh, nice. out. Yeah, nice. Um, and last time I saw him, he went to jail. But <laughs> oh, well, that's that's not great. But uh, not jail, jail so much as like he was kidnapped by cultists. I should say. Um, huh. but <laughs> and put in their jail. Ah, okay. Still not super great, but at least that's more clarified. Yes, exactly. That makes a lot more sense now. Um, yeah. So yes, I've definitely done that, but I haven't done that with Tuesday. Gotcha. I mean, there's time. You never know. Exactly. Uh, he has only existed in the world for a few months, so. He's a baby. Gotta love him. He is a baby. He was very endearing. There's a lot of, uh, from the other players, a lot of, oh, and Tuesday is just so adorable. Aw, I'm I'm glad that they all like him. He was he was endearing, very endearing. That that's good, especially <laughs> when you know uh when your character is the new person in a high school. Right. And in high school especially it is in it's not, you know, like the most important thing to be liked, but if you're concerned, it never hurts to be liked. Yeah. I hope <clears throat> Gosh, I hope that I hope that came out the right way. <laughs> no, it made sense to me. Okay, cool. Um, if anyone, if anyone's listening to this who's in high school, remember, like you don't, you don't have to be liked by everyone. But as long as there's someone who likes you, even if that person is yourself, you'll be fine. Yeah, um, I think that's probably part of the reason that Tuesday was kind of endearing is that like everybody can a little bit feel that like awkwardness and that like. Mm-hmm feeling like a fish out of water mm-hmm. everybody's been there like that is that is not an, an unusual or unique experience to any one person and therefore no. like you're not weird <laughs> if you feel that way no ab- absolutely not that is an extremely normal to feel <laughs> extremely normal to feel that is that is an extremely normal thing to feel um mm-hmm. especially when you know you're in and around high school yep <laughs> or just you know like a person in the world whatever it's fine exactly yeah so i know that tuesday was only uh appearing in two episodes of a podcast Mm -hmm. but what is your what is your favorite thing that you did as tuesday um i really was kind of proud of the character introduction where he uh asked somebody how to eat apples yeah um and i think the the payoff for that at the end of the episodes too where he was uh trying to unwrap twinkies and just get it like making a mess all over him and also just kind of like slapping it all over nicholas's face <laughs> Aww. um yeah i think that was that was kind of the like 
it felt very I hesitate to say it felt very human, but it just kind of felt like a, a consistent way to kind of introduce him very without natural. really Yeah. It was like a character quirk without really being like a, a plot point. Okay, okay. So it kind of made him feel, to me at least, a little bit more real. Okay. If that makes sense. I think it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, because the moments when you're playing a character where you are able to, you know, like, where you're able to find that that linchpin moment of like, yes, this like this is this is perfectly my character. This is going to be the touchstone I use when I'm playing this character in all times going forward. It is it is very important to be able to find that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. I will say I th- I think I didn't actually mention it, but he had a, like a character like characteristic way of talking which i don't feel like okay. i nailed throughout the whole two episodes but yeah yeah um the way i described it is like he was encountering every word in that context for the first time so i wasn't quite sure how it fit together in a sentence oh and i don't think i'm a i'm not that great a voice actor because i've never really done any voice acting so i don't think i necessarily pulled it off but basically he was like approaching every word in a sentence at a different pitch and tone okay so it was kind of like um Hello, my name is Tuesday. And it wasn't supposed to sound like like a robot kind of thing. It was just kind of supposed to sound like somebody who didn't really know how to string a sentence together properly. Yeah, like like a non-native English speaker who's having a little to, bit, yeah. Who's having to fight with English for the first time and yeah. having to drag sense out of its out of the pockets of English, which is previously stuffed with other languages, um, <laughs> consonants and verb tenses and everything who boy is it (laughs) Um, tell you what i would i definitely do not envy anyone who has to learn english as a second language because it and in fact i very much so respect them because it it god knows it's difficult enough when you're a native (laughs) english speaker yup um i think i'm i'm not 100% certain whether it informed Tuesday at all, but I am actually, I was born in England and moved here when I was like two and a half. Oh, so nice. I am actually an immigrant. And so I think that at least for my life has kind of informed my like being, feeling a little bit like a fish out of water because you grow up. I don't, I've always passed for American because I'm, you know, like a, a white guy with an American accent, but like people always kind of knew that I was from somewhere else. So people always kind of talked about how I was from somewhere else. um so like kind of growing up i was kind of always aware of that if that makes sense yeah i get that um yeah and that was so i think i don't know how much of that leaked into tuesday completely subconsciously but it is Mm -hmm. a thing that exists yeah that's definitely an important part of his character especially when it's something that relates to you yourself (laughs) right (laughs) yeah so it's there's a lot of ways in which tuesday and i are not very similar and a lot of ways in which like i kind of borrowed from myself when like i saw myself reflected in the in the Mm -hmm. character playbook when i was creating him oh yeah every every oc is at least a little part of you yeah is that something you find a lot on when you're speaking to people oh yeah definitely (laughs) um i in fact i don't know if i've ever like had someone on the show or, or like a character from like my own uh, character creations i don't think i've ever had anyone on the show who would say that this character they made is just completely separate from themselves that that, that, that this character is one 
who has absolutely no links to the creator. Nothing is nothing is pulled or borrowed from the creator's past or present or personality or anything. Hmm. Uh, so that essentially that like that everyone everyone's OCs are at least a little part of them. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, think... Sometimes it's very deliberate, you know, like I'm going to give my OC this specific anxiety I have so that I can maybe work on addressing it in a healthy way through <laughs> tabletop. Or, you know, yep. like I, I am giving my character the same romantic interests as I have. Like I like monsters. So my character likes monsters. <laughs> Um, like that's actually a little bit not the case with Tuesday. I kind of decided like he was probably going to a little bit flirt with whoever kind of walked into his path, and the person who walked into his path was a a boy, and I am I am myself not actually all that attracted to men, so it was kind of a like an interesting thing to explore. Yeah. Um, it was very cute. I don't know. It was fun, but it was I don't know. I. I don't really know what I'm going with that thoughts. So never mind. That's no, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was a complete thought to me. So okay, good. <laughs> um, but no, I think that's I think that is very true. That like um, everybody when they're creating a character does kind of find something in themselves that kind of anchors it to their own experience, so that they can mm-hmm. then breathe some life into the character by at least understanding the character. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, this is probably a good point to ask. Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about or bring up about Tuesday before we go into the last question for the recording episode? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, nothing that I can think of. Okay. So in that case, then, Graham, your final question is, why do you love Tuesday so much? Ooh. <laughs> that is a very good question, because... Um, there's a small part of it that is not 100% sure. I think yeah. some of it is that, That's like, valid. the things that he and I have in common felt very real and that he did feel like a very real character to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of it is that he was just a lot of fun, kind of being that, like, um, naive, not really, like, kind of being in a position to make social mistakes that like yeah. would probably horrify high school me, but yeah. because the character didn't know better, he was just like, I could throw him directly into them mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think some of it too was just the group that I was playing with was a, it was a lot of podcasters that I enjoy uh, talking with. So it was sort of like a, a perfect storm oh, of those three environments. Good. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's always so nice to be able to do podcasting with like a group of people that you like and enjoy being around. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And the same group we've played uh, a couple of different games on each other's shows over over the last few months. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh the most recent one uh I did a game that was on Kickstarter uh with a couple of the folks from that from that same group. This is actually a good segue then into um thank you for being on the show graham uh what would you like to plug where can you be found on the internet uh i can be found on the role less taken which is the podcast that i am on i am currently a player we are uh like a variety actual play podcast we're currently Mm -hmm. doing an apocalypse world campaign where i play a creepy child named finch 
Um, and I just put out uh, a two-parter with a couple of the folks that I played uh, this um, Monster Hearts game with. Uh, okay, but, nice. Uh, we played a game that is currently on Kickstarter called Monster Care Squad, which I also recommend. The Kickstarter ends, I think, at the beginning of August. Okay. The way the episode kind of played out, or at least what I was aiming for, was kind of like if Miyazaki directed an episode of House. Because the whole pitch of the game is that instead of fighting monsters, you are trying to heal them and prevent them from going on rampages and causing more harm. But otherwise, monsters are generally peaceful entities. Interesting. And that's... that it. That is interesting, and I support that. It was a really, it was a really fun game, and uh, it was really fun to play. Nice. So, like, <laughs> I'm not in any way involved in Monster Care Squad, except for the fact that I played it and enjoyed it. So definitely check out my podcast, and if you like those two episodes for Monster yeah. Care Squad, check out uh, the Kickstarter. Duly noted. Um, do you have a? Uh, do you have any other social media profiles or shows that you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> um i just want to cover all the bases yeah yeah like so that way we don't have to worry about like oh shoot i forgot to include something gotta go back and edit it in <laughs> no that's good um so you can follow my podcast on as at roll less taken mm-hmm. uh we could not fit the the uh we are also on instagram and facebook as the roll less taken okay um and... I feel that struggle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My <laughs> name is limits. too long for Twitter. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And if you want to find the two episodes that I played Tuesday, they are um, there are some content warnings I will give you that are probably in the show notes of that episode, but that is on the Shadows of St. Clara podcast, which is also okay. great, but is probably not the greatest thing for kids. Yeah, du- <laughs> duly noted. Not probably family a- friendly. <laughs> Probably a PG-13 or higher rating, if I had to guess. I would say, yeah, probably like upper limits of PG-13, low level R, kind of in that neighborhood. Gotcha. Duly noted. And uh, thank you for the disclaimer. (laughs) No problem. Uh, Yeah, I think that's pretty much where folks can find me. Um, I do most of my tweeting on my podcast account these days. Gotcha. Gotcha. The Home for Rainbow OCs is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. It can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Acast, Stitcher, and hopefully whatever other podcatcher that you are using. If we're not there, let me know and I will work on getting there. Our theme song is Violet by Poddington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. And you can also email us at waywardocpod at gmail.com. And the uh, the submissions for our guests on Wayward are open and are going to be open the for-, for the foreseeable future. I do have a couple of guests lined up for the next couple of episodes, but do not let that deter you listeners. If you are interested in talking about your OC, uh, the submission form is currently the pinned tweet on the Wayward profile page. So if you or someone you know might be interested in being on the show, please uh, please go ahead and submit that, and I will work on getting in touch with you about it. Um, or if you uh, if you know someone that might be interested, feel free to send it their way. Um, and of course, as with all podcasts, it is always super helpful if you can subscribe and rate us on your listening platform of choice, because that helps us to find a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. 
given the uh, given the state of the world as it is right now, uh, I would like to always take this opportunity to encourage everyone to uh, please, first and foremost, take care of yourself. You know, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Wear wear a mask if you have to be out in public. Yep. Or if you have to be around people in an enclosed space, remember to wear your mask because it helps you and others as well. Um, if you are going to be involved in the ongoing civil rights movement that the United States finds itself in, and you know the greater world in general too, um, if you're going to be at a protest, remember to cover your face and identifying uh, features about yourself. Please, 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 please stay safe. Um, Stay stay abreast of local developments. Um, keep an eye out for each other as much as you can. Um, if you are someone who is not comfortable with attending protests and demonstrations in person, I would encourage you to look up organizations that you can support, like your local bail fund mm-hmm. or your or your local food bank. Um, there are so many advocacy groups right now that are working to address specific specific issues in the nation. Um, I'm especially thinking of Lambda Legal, which is a group that helps uh, LGBTQIA uh, inclusive uh, people with their legal funds. And also, gosh, there's just so many things that you can do right now. Um, if you're interested in doing anything, you know, you can are your le- local elected official. Um, or there's, I think there's a whole Twitter thread of things that you can do to help support the world at large on the Wayward Twitter account. You can go find those there. <laughs> so, thank you all for listening. This has been the Wayward OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. I do apologize. My cat might be screaming in the background. Hello, my name is Anaru, and I'm the host of Not A Scratch, the only podcast that believes Scratch is an overpowered move. Not A Scratch is a Pokemon TTRPG podcast using a system made by us. Set in the world of Pokemon and only Pokemon, it's kind of like the mystery dungeon games that you've seen or played before. And in fact, we actually have our two characters with us now. Ralph, any words of wisdom for our audience? Like my mom always says, if at first you don't succeed, kick it harder! Okay... Kyle, uh, what's the next thing you want to do on your adventure? Why can't we draw? <sighs> I suppose you can on the train. Well, if you want to know what they're up to, because they aren't telling, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>